Welcome to another episode of Ho in the Now. Ho, I am. Ho, ho in the Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a ho. I'm a ho. He's a ho. I'm a ho. He's uh, a ho. We's a ho. Uh, we're all hoes. Uh, this is a podcast about sex work by sex workers for sex workers. I am uh, slapping that ass, Selena. Ooh. I like <laughs> you, that one. <laughs> you're my co host. Cocky Clover. Cocky Clover. Yes. New one. And our guest today is Jacob, aka J Rock, a professional male stripper. Here to answer all of our questions. Hello. Hey. Uh, it's a whole new day, a whole new way. Um, welcome to Home in the Know. I hope you guys are ready for what you're here for, which is more candid conversations mm. and some historical hoeing. Oh, I wanted to uh, briefly recap. Actually, you know what? We're going to go straight into historical hoes, and then I'll recap some Pornhub Award thoughts. What about the corrections ma- mansion? Do we have a correction mansion? Mm, only that it was actually what was it? Train spotting. It was train spotting. <laughs> <laughs> corrections mansion. The movie we mentioned was train spotting. <laughs> I think I like tried to talk about that movie multiple times and said like Tip-tip. train stepping. <laughs> it's train spotting. Just in case you didn't know. Um. So now you know. Now you know. Um, so I'm doing the historical ho for this week, and, uh... Ooh, historical ho. My historical ho is Madame du Barry, and I felt like doing her because I was watching Marie Antoinette, like, a year ago, and I was thinking about her. And so, anyway, um... Welcome to the Ma- Madame du Barry... The Madame du Barry historical hoe. I got my info from Wikipedia, but I also got my info from the memoirs of Madame du Barry written by herself. Um, time frame is 1760-ish. Um, Ooh, what a sexy time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-industrial revolution. Baths weren't that frequent. Mm-hmm. We probably used things like lead on our faces for makeup. Yeah. And bat guano. Yeah. A lot of pinching of cheeks, maybe, to have them rosy, even though you were oh, dying of things. Interesting. Um, really, I mean, they were wealthy. They were, yeah, they were she wealthy. She was so rich. But even rich people were pinching their cheeks to, to look rosy. Mom was pinching my cheeks. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> Was doing what a that. character. <laughs> she was... Uh, I have not heard of that. She told me to do that for my yearbook pictures, and so I would do that for my yearbook pictures. So you could have a blotchy cheek? <laughs> <laughs> no, it never worked out or anything, because yeah. also, like, I think my skin was too dark for it to register. Well, I feel like it's also Cause... maybe, like, your skin just didn't respond to, like, that pinching that much. Like, I feel like you'd have to pinch harder. Am I turning red? I'm doing it. As I speak. Um, a little bit. I see a little rouge. A little rouge. About I like the to do this if I was about to flirt with someone in grade school. <laughs> just, like, just to get them ready. Just, just, <laughs> they, they were like, oh man, Clover's flirting with me. <laughs> They've been pinching their cheeks in the corner. <laughs> I got 
gotta go freshen up for like I just <laughs> no I would dip into the bathroom and another thing I like to pull was like after recess I would like drip some water on my face so it looked like I'd been running <laughs> um, oh they're an active <laughs> yeah I like to look sweaty and a little like <laughs> You're like, I want to pop the vessels in my cheeks. Step one. (laughs) Step two, wet. (laughs) This is moisture, okay? I don't care where. What's sexier than someone who's just been, like, putting their all into a game of kickball? (laughs) So, anyway, Madame Dubarry, excuse my um, French accents. Pardon my French. Um... So, she was a courtesan and eventually a mistress in the 18th century to King Louis the uh, XV. That's 15th? Um, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. For context, this was when Marie Antoinette was first married to the Dauphin of France and would rise to power at the king's death. So, um... So it's a long as fuck book, just so you know. It's like four hundred to seven hundred pages, depending on what size font you read it in. But you can get it for free. Um, her memoirs. So Marie Jean Bacou was born in Lorraine, France, to Anne Bacou, a seamstress, and Jean Jacques Gomard, a friar. Wikipedia tells me she was an illegitimate child, so I guess she was like born an adult or something and was a poser. (laughs) (laughs) Illegit. (laughs) She was not legit. Um, But it did mean that her dad was absent. And so Jeanne and her mom went to live with her mom's acquaintance, Monsieur Billiard de Monceau, and his mistress, Lafroidric, who really liked Jeanne. Both the Monsieur and Lafroidric pampered Jeanne, and de Monceau funded her education at a convent. But then Lafroidric got jealous of Anne... No, reminder, that's her mom. And Jeanne. <laughs> that's actually really useful because I like am bad with names. The mom, Anne. There's just, I mean, like, there's there's Jean, Jean, and then Jeanne in this whole story. So, anyway, um, so she had them thrown out. Uh, Anne, the mom, remarried, and they both moved in with her new husband, but this guy wasn't, like, supporting them or anything. He was pretty broke. So, Jean, mm-hmm. Jean um, he was just trying to couch surf, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing serious. Surreal. So she took the initiative to fund her own lifestyle, taking on various jobs as like an assistant to a hairdresser, a companion to a widow, which sounds very cute. Aww. A grisette. That's a milliner's assistant at a haberdashery. Oh, haberdashery. This place was called A la Toilette, by the way, which is like... The, the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Of the toilet, no. <laughs> the to- and and then she worked at a casino brothel, and there a p- procurer, Jean Baptiste Dubarry, <laughs> noticed her, took her in as his mistress, and established her as a courtesan. Hmm. She had a number of aristocratic clients who all worked directly with the king. This was cool, but Jean thought it would um, that if she got with the king, it would be much cooler. Big issue was that without a title, like Duchess, or Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe almost anything but illegitimate child of a friar and seamstress, or like historyless but hot Mademoiselle Lange. Mm. She couldn't be a maitress en titre, and for those who don't know, that's, um, 
the chief mistress of the king of France. So that was like an official, semi-official position that wow. came with its own apartment. I like how I like her ambition. I'm gonna say that first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like a duke. No. <laughs> well, I think that like, yeah, they were both talking. This guy, the procurer, was just like, hmm, "You're like, you've got potential. We're gonna do this. <laughs> you got potential. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we build together? Yeah." <laughs> so this was kind of like a whole concubine type of situation, but like par France. So it's like mistress, the official, maîtresse en titre, tout, whatever. So um, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> anyway, the issue of not having status didn't scare Jean. He was very confident in Jeanne's beauty and charm and ability as a courtesan. And I mean, royal money is the biggest money. So really, he had to only think for a second. Jean said. <laughs> not a problem. You can marry my brother, Comte Guillaume du Barry. And he made a fake birth certificate for this, which claimed she was three years younger than she actually was, and that she was from nobility. So, like... Wow, she, like, fully was able to lie about her age. Yeah. <laughs> it was official. There was a document. <laughs> no, I'm, like, three years younger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this worked out. Um, she had to wait a long time to be presented to the king. It took, like, three tries. The first time, her sponsor, whose asking price for doing this job was quote, please pay off my gambling debts, faked a sprained ankle the day of because she was too nervous. Aww. The second time, the king broke his arm on a hunt. Oh. <laughs> Third time was the charm, though. Actually, there were large crowds gathered outside of the palace gates in anticipation. I'm not entirely sure what a presentation entails, but I guess it was a public display and it was very important. Jeanne was dressed lavishly in a custom-designed dress. Wikipedia describes as queenly silver, white gown brocaded with gold bedecked in jewels it sent like by the Givenchy. king the night before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Her hair was so extra that she was late to the event because it took so long oh, wow. to do. So she, like, charmed the king, like, seriously. And this happened on 4-22-1769, which I thought was a pretty nice date. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were, like, 4-20-ish, almost. <laughs> and 69. I mean, you know what they say, like, 4-22, it's 422. Uh, yeah, it's 422. Like, it's also 420, like a T-O-O. -O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, she was the last maîtresse en titre. Um, but, um, so her presentation was supper with the king and some dukes, marquis, courtiers, etc. Quote, Immediately after Le Bel had conducted me into it, he was called away and greeted us. The king rose and approached me, saluting me with the most admirable... Okay, gallantry <laughs> and address. So <laughs> killing it, killing it, Chloe. <laughs> Addressing to me the most encouraging and gratifying words, his gentle yet polished manners, fine countenance, noble air, and the free and unrestrained glances of admiration which sparkled in his eyes, communicating to me a feeling of support and confidence which effectually reassured me and roused me from the involuntary emotion I had felt at the moment when I first appeared in his presence. The hmm. king addressed a few words to Comte Jeanne, and then regarded him steadily, as though he were trying to recall his features, but his eye quickly turned on me again, upon whom he bestowed the most intoxicating attention. Never was the first sight more effective, and never did a flame so rapidly increase, as did the passion of my noble adorer. Ere we had seated ourselves at the supper table, he was ages gone in love. So Wow, he's in love. Yeah. Dropped the elbow on that dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and 
as the supper went on, the other guests slowly started leaving. I'm imagining, like, okay, have you ever been, obviously, like, in for a hookup, but before the hookup, it's your hookup's friends and your hookup, and you all hanging out at hookup's place, and, like, slowly everyone starts leaving as the day <laughs> night goes on, because obviously two people are trying to fuck. Like, relatable. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty relatable. So, everyone leaves, basically... Except for Jean and LaBelle mentioned earlier, who's like, hey, so sponsor of Comtesse Duberry, can you leave? And ideally, Comtesse, can you stay? Wink. Of course she does, as that was her goal. She writes, and here I trust I may be pardoned if I pass over certain details which could not, at this lapse of time, interest or amuse anyone. Besides, although I have found no difficulty in reciting former events in my life, I find my pen more prudish and coy than my ears or mouth. So... Yeah, they fucked. And I um, fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like incredibly like floral, so I don't even know if I can recommend her memoirs because it's just like, wow, um, Madame Duperry, you just go on. Um so like she um the king the next day, like, he didn't prepare enough money for what he thought that night was worth. He was like, wow, that was worth more than I could have imagined. And so he's like, I can't even give you that gift I was going to give you. It's too embarrassing. So he gave her, like, um, a magnificent diamond worth at least 60,000 francs and bank- banknotes to the amount of 200,000 livres. So for reference, Voltaire, a philosopher around that time, earned, like, 80,000 francs in a year. Um which is around 600,000 euros in 2015, which is like 664,000 US dollars. Um, so um, she made like... Sugar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Correction, Mansion, potentially someone call me out because <laughs> I'm a little alarmed myself. <laughs> She writes, the world is but an amusing theater, and I see no reason why a pretty woman should not play a principal part in it. She quickly adapted to a life of luxury. The king gifted her a whole human, a slave from Bengal, who brought her a cup of chocolate every morning, and whom she, I guess, educated, or whatever that means. His name was Zamor, and he grew Uh up in revolutionary France. And as a slave, he had a growing hatred for the aristocracy and continually advised Jeanne to distance herself. That's a whole other thing I'll be I actually really love that, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, we're going to start a rebellion. (laughs) Dude, it comes back. Anyway, I'm close to the end, sorry. Um, Jean loved extravagance and wore herself loudly, fine dresses, jewels, hairstyles. She was spending more than she was making, and she was making a lot. She was considered a grief to the treasury, and everyone started to hate her for how much money. A grief to the treasury. Imagine getting that title. For real. Everyone was like, oh my god. She didn't involve Mm -hmm. herself in politics, which the last matrix on Tatre did. Um, she was more interested in pleasure. Notes of her character was that she was very kind, timid, compassionate, would plead the pardon of people the king might otherwise execute, but she was also rich, which is violent in itself. So, And also this whole slave business. So the king was old, and he was sick, eventually. Jean, mm, that's the best kind of king to find. Yeah. I, mm, mm. <laughs> Uh, so she had only been his mistress for five years at this point, and um, it didn't look so good. She was told to leave. He wrote, 
Madame la Comtesse du Barry, for reasons which have for their object the preservation of the tranquility of my kingdom and the prevention of any state secrets confided to you being promulgated, blah, blah, blah. I want you to leave, etc. The measure is by no means intended to be disagreeable or of long duration. I don't know what that means because it was definitely permanent anyway. Um, he was trying to like light ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> I therefore pray to God to have you in his holy keeping. Signed Soft Lewis. block. And then he died. <laughs> and Marie Antoinette, <laughs> who, by the way, never liked her. You all can watch it in the movie. Um, where, where Madame du Barry is super, like, uh, anyway, portrayed badly. Um, she was sent to a convent by Marie. Oh. And um, wow. she lived there for a while and then, like, eventually left. She had, like, a thing with a British politician and a French military general. And then she fell in love with the... Um, British politician, and then he sent her a painting that said, leave me alone. Oh. <laughs> and, um, oh. because, I mean, it was all affairs. Like, these people were married, and anyway. Um, and so then the French Revolution was heating up, and she was a hated figure, and so was that French general whose head was delivered to her doorstep, and people say it might have been Zamor. So Zamor, we're going back to him, the slave. He was super involved with revolutionaries and eventually Jeanne found out and asked him about it and then asked him to quit his slavery uh, question Wait, mark. Why, why don't you quit your slavery, slave? <laughs> yeah. So he quit? I don't uh, he, know. <laughs> Stop being a slave somehow. Then he denounced her and told the Committee of Public Safety about all of her involvement in things like helping aristocrats escape the revolution. Ooh. So she was arrested and beheaded. As for Zamor, he was arrested for a short time as well out of suspicion of his loyalty, but then he was released and he fled France until the fall of Napoleon in 1815 and became a school teacher in the Latin Quarter of Paris, but then died of poverty in 1820. So that's that's it. That's um, that was a really long historical hoe. Historical hoes. <laughs> Yay. Thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you're still there. <laughs> that was really amazing. Great job, Clover. Thank you. Wait, so Zamora died of poverty? Well, he died in poverty, but I'm going to say oh, died poverty. of poverty oh, because... Poverty like, is... I know you can die of being poor. Like, I mean, I'm so poor I died. I mean, I guess it's, you know, if you're so poor, you can't, can't feed yourself. You can't feed yourself. You can't afford, you can't afford shelter. You, can't afford... you hurt yourself yeah. and you can't work. Mm. And, you know... Yeah, I will say he died in poverty. I don't know. I wrote of poverty. But, <laughs> hey, he's dead. He's dead. He died. He, he did. He really died. Well, I mean, you know, they all died. Um, we're not in the 1700s, so I guess everybody's dead from then. And uh, good riddance. Good riddance. Good riddance. <laughs> Actually, that's not the moral of the story at all. <laughs> Is there a moral? I don't know. There wasn't exactly. I just think that some of these courtesans are interesting. They are interesting. I mean, I think it was a f interesting, like, how much of a say she had on, like, political affairs and also getting, like, what is the equivalent of, like, a $600,000, like, diamond is... Is her first payment. That's her first payment. Oh, wow. She was <laughs> stacked. I mean, the whole thing about, like, these people is that, like, at this point, marriages were strictly just for politics. So, like, your matress, whatever, yeah, that's your... Your mistress? Mistress. Your mistress was just allowed because it was, like... Well, your mistress is the one that you actually, like, have feelings for. Mm. And the one that you've actually chosen for yourself. So mm. that's, like, I guess, like, the whole thing. Yeah. Interesting. All right, well, we're back. 
here mm-hmm. with Jacob, aka J Rock, here to rock our world. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm a little hungry right now. He's hungry. I'm hungry. hungry. Mm. Ah, man. I wish we could feed you, but we can only. I should have brought the pizza that I got. Pizza got. sounds delicious. Was it right gluten free pizza? No, it was just hot and ready from Little Caesars. <laughs> I didn't Ooh. feel like cooking tonight. Tell oh, man. <laughs> I had gluten-free pizza for the first time recently, and it wasn't that bad. And it's just for dietary things, not because my stomach gets upset. Mm. Nothing cool. Don't look at me like that. Oh, my God, your face. I feel, though, I mean, like, I'm trying to be gluten-free because with ADHD, I know some people have said that, like, it's just gluten something about... It's those aminos. Yeah. Anyway. So... Uh, let's talk about some sex work stuff. Um, so sex work? What's that? What's that? <laughs> You're like, okay, so I saw you on this video, and I think it was like Unlaid or something. And maybe you know oh, for sure. the YouTube video? Yeah, the YouTube video. Oh, for um, Jubilee. Jubilee. Jubilee Media. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I saw that, and that was like the first time that I'd seen you, but I'd never met you in person. Mm-mm. And it was kind of random. Because I was, like, looking it up, I saw, like, oh, like, what do strippers think? I was like, okay, like, let's see where this goes. And um, also, Anne-Marie was in that, AM, and I didn't even, we kind of had just met, and I didn't realize she was in it. It was just, like, I happened upon it, because I'm like, well, I'm a stripper. I want to know what strippers think. <laughs> oh, okay. So you didn't know AM at the time? I, I had just interviewed her, but I didn't know she was in the video. And then I was like, oh, oh shit, like, I, this, is, this is a person that I know. And then, like, later I was like, oh, wait, were you in there? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> AM and I, we actually butted heads a lot. Uh, they didn't show that much of... Really? It was heavily edited. Yeah, yeah. But we kind of got into it a little bit. Oh, my God. Well, uh, AM is super opinionated, yeah. so yeah, I love she it. Is. Yeah. Yes, she is. And she's, she is so protective of sex work mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stripping yeah. everything. Anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's all for it. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. There's nothing bad about it. And I think it's kind of like... I think you need to be aware of the negative things that can come from sex work. Hmm. You have to be aware of the situations you're putting yourself into sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it seems like so... She seemed like so... It was everything was just good about it. Like there was no negative thing about sex work. Which no. So I you butted heads about like you had a more... Well, I was just we. You had a one of the questions was, would I support my child uh, being a stripper? Uh huh. Yeah. And I disagreed. I would not. Mm-hmm. I would not uh, support my daughter. I went. I didn't just somewhat disagree. Uh-huh. I somewhat disagree because I just. Would you say? Well, would you be okay with your son? I would be okay with my son doing it. Really? But mm. not well, not my daughter. Because I'd be way if, more okay. overprotective about about a, a baby girl. In a situation where she's like, okay, well, either, like, I'm stripping and, like, you're n- not in my life or you are in my life, but well, I'm not going to not... Well, no, I wouldn't say it would not be in her life, but I just wouldn't support her decision to mm. be a stripper, mm. is, is all. But would you, like, I mean, if she wanted to confide in you as she's doing it, though, or, like, oh. she's, like... Because I feel like then it becomes a disconnect like in your relationship because she'd be hiding like a part of herself from you would you like how would you handle that i would i would expect her to be upfront with me my -hmm. my imaginary daughter um to be upfront with me but i mean of course i would would still love her and i wouldn't um 
exclude her or, or banish her. Or, or would, but would you, you know. like you know? Maybe, would you like you know give her useful advice or would you like be open to oh, her definitely talking no. about? Oh like, no, we we could talk about it, but I would just yeah. be like I'd expect you know better things because I just for male stripping it's not only male stripping. I I know it's just like a it's kind of for me. Mm-hmm. It's more like a hobby that I get paid for. Mm-hmm. Whereas in female stripping, it's like that's most most of the time it's sole income. Hmm. I mean, for the majority of the strippers I know. Mm-hmm. They, all they do is strip. Maybe they might, go, might be going to school or something like that, or they're building up for something else. That's cool. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I just wouldn't want my daughter to be only doing that. And, I don't know, I just I just would expect more for her. That's it. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Controversial take. Yeah, it's very, con- takes, very controversial. And yeah. so... Uh, you know some of the some of the other strippers on that episode were talking about how uh, they had been you know preyed upon by their clientele. Um, mm-hmm. They had been like you know assaulted by their clientele, mm-hmm. and they you know two of the girls backed me up on on it. It was right down the middle. It there's was, six yeah, strippers. There's six strip six strippers, um, two females, four females, and it was a total you, split. Two males, four females. Two two males, four females, and it was total splitters. One male, myself, and two female strippers that disagreed. They did not support that, and then the other half did. So mm-hmm. it was split right down the middle. So yeah, mm. it, yeah. And was I, mean, I, I, I do feel like there is like a definite divide um, among strippers about. I mean, you know, like, like there's no consensus among sex workers about how we feel about our jobs and like what we believe and what we feel is like degrading work or not degrading work mm-hmm. or how we feel about say our children doing that if that were to happen. So, I mean, it's like, it is a reasonable debate as long as much as I'm like on the side of AM in this, you know, Mm -hmm. like I would staunchly support. I'm not trying to bash anyone when I say like, you know, I expect for my daughter, I'm not setting any any expectations for anyone else. But why would you feel okay with with your son doing it? Because um, I just know that uh, it's harder to take advantage of of, of a man, I feel like, um, that women are easily preyed upon mm-hmm. and taken advantage of um whereas men are not mm. so mm-hmm. and i it, i hate to you know say it but mm-hmm. the, the weaker of the sex physically is 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 a female so i mean there mm-hmm. there can be bodily differences but it's going to vary a physically. lot for sure I mean, I think also like with female stripper body types, maybe like there's some variation, but I think also like another thing though is like whenever you're a female stripper, you just become really like ripped, and like I think like yeah, <laughs> I I do feel much more ripped than I've been, but it's still yeah, and like I mean like I'm stronger than like a lot of guys. <laughs> I'm so- a lot of, a lot of the clientele. Like uh, yeah, 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 I think the so. Clientele and also just like people that I'm like, I think it's like I arm wrestle. Like, I think my the guy real the real stuff. thing is not like actual physical strength. Yeah. It's more of like the the, the power imbalance sometimes, yeah. or like the mental things that happen. Like it's more like a perceived like 
a difference in you know your ability to have a say in what's going on rather mm-hmm. than it is a physical thing because yeah. like you know like you tend to be dancing with older guys you know yeah. like or guys who have never been seen a gym in like a decade yeah. or whatever really, or in their like, whole life dweeby guys or dweeby old dudes guys. old guys so like you could easily have the upper hand with them yeah. physically it's more I've like, never felt physically threatened I've, by yeah <laughs> I've never felt physically threatened by a client I've only ever felt like just like um like you have a hesitation about standing up for yourself in certain situations like if somebody's like like paying you a lot of lot of money mm -hmm. you're like less likely to be like uh i don't know about this yeah Mm. although like as you are in it longer like your boundaries become a lot firmer and your ability to define those boundaries is much more like I know what I do, and I know what I don't do, and I will say it. Though I do think the language of, like, wanting, like, more for someone is, like, potentially, I think, like, the definition of... The definition of more, I think, varies from person to person to begin with, because... Yeah. Well, anyway, what were you going to say? I was going to ask, like, do you ever feel... you never feel like you might be in danger with with the client? No. Ever? Never? No, I've never felt mm-hmm. in danger with yeah, a client. In no. I've always felt like pretty much like I control this place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I run this shit <laughs> and I'm going to take your money. <laughs> Some clients, the worst it is, is like whenever they're super coercive and pushy. Yeah, it's more but, like they'll like try to emotionally manipulate you. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, you should do this, da da da. But it's like if you teach your daughter to have firm boundaries to yeah. begin with mm-hmm. and to be like, you know, guys are going to say this, they're going to say that, but, like, you know what you're going to say? And she's like, no, or whatever. However you enforce that, I mean, that's just a tool that any woman needs overall. It's like, you know, you're going to experience sexual assault wherever you are. Like, you're going to experience it in your vanilla Mm -hmm. job. You're going to experience it, you know, going to a party, Mm -hmm. whatever. Or just standing outside of the studio. Standing outside of the studio. Waiting for the door (laughs) to open, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not saying that it can't happen outside of, you know, a strip club, but yeah. I just feel like um, you might come across a lot more creeps instead of a strip club. But, mm. I mean, like I don't know if that's ever happened where somebody's, like, followed you home or something like that. Oh, but. that happened to me more when I was working at, like, a bar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've well, never shit. I've never had anybody follow me home. Mm. I've never had anybody, like, stalk me like that. Mm-hmm. Except for... Like, people that I've known in real life or met in real life, mm, like, yeah. in no, non-strip club settings. <laughs> gotcha. It's, yeah. like, people that I've, like, m- again, like, met at a bar or, like, somebody that I, a coworker mm-hmm. who's, like, who's, like, keeps finding me on all social media platforms or yeah. somebody that I matched with on Tinder years ago who's, like, I find this video of you doing porn. <laughs> and I'm, like, oh, great. <laughs> that did happen. And it was not fun. But it was great because I issued a bunch of takedown orders and got all my videos taken down. You could do that. You can, yeah. You just uh, you just send a like an official letter to whatever porn sites porn you see, you find your videos, and then yeah, just like put the link, be like, I need this taken down, and they will take it down. No nice. questions asked. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll keep that. I'll keep anyway, that in mind. Uh, you know, it's complicated to say, but um, you know, we all have different feelings about this, and I, you know, acknowledge your feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've been stripping for you said six years, right? Yes. If you could give your baby stripper self any tips 
things that you could have avoided, what would you tell? I would make sure you collect always upon arrival, collecting money, get the Mm -hmm. moolah, secure the bag, secure the bag number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, um, don't do drugs, uh, (laughs) wear your retainer. Wear your retainer. Wear your retainer because your your teeth are going to be buck tooth. Um, No, slightly. Did you slightly did you like? Teeth. Were you able to pop your teeth back in after a point? No, no. they're gone. No, the retainers are done for. Oh. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, write shit down. Write oh. shit down. Like, like what, what do you mean? Write everything down. Anything, an idea, a date, a schedule, a, uh. Uh, you know, a party hmm. uh, that you've 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 contracted, so you don't double book yourself because oh. you know, you know, I've double booked myself in the past and. Yeah, that's that's the advice I'd give my mm. my younger baby stripper self. I mean, those are pretty good tips, generally. Like, so what do you carry around on your gigs? Um, what do I carry with? with yeah, me? what do you bring with you? Um, I I have equipment that I bring for like the actual show. So just my stereo, uh, my speaker, light system. Um, you have a light system. I have to have a light system. Because otherwise like it feels awkward. Girls like lights. And you have to turn the lights off. So yeah. you have to something else. So yeah, it's like you, you transform the space. Yeah, because exactly. So you show up, turn the lights off, yeah. turn my, my little light show on. <laughs> girls go ooh ah type ooh. of deal. And then when the lights go back on, it feels like so weird. And now it's over. And it's now, now we can't. Over. Now we have to act back like normal. Exactly. Again. The lights go on, it's like. Before okay. he was naked. And now everybody has clothes on and our money is well, gone. Sometimes my clothes are still off when the lights <laughs> turn on. And so that's not. Oh that's really? Not wait, but who scenario. turns on the lights? Is it like? Um, you sometimes or? I see to find my clothes, so I didn't ah, turn on true. the lights so I can find them. <laughs> so you can't just like have yourself. Yeah, there's an like, order of operations. Like, okay, turn the lights on. I find my clothes, get dressed, uh-huh. and it feels like it's a one night stand because <gasps> everyone's like, I had a one night stand with everyone in the room, and they're yeah. all staring at me while I'm putting my pants on. Oh, I'm like, yeah. it's awkward. It's yeah. like, so. So I'm never gonna see you again. Exactly. This was my penis. Ex- exactly. See, that's exactly <laughs> what it feels like. A one night stand. And I use that same joke at every every one of my shows. Really? To like, like lessen the Exactly. Well, they're all staring at me while I'm putting my clothes on. I'm like, <laughs> well, this feels like a one night stand. <laughs> and everyone gives me like a little chuckle, but it's still awkward. Do you, do you like small talk? I'll use you. Of course. I always, I always, girls always want to ask me the same questions. Hmm. They always ask me the same questions. They want to ask, how did you become a stripper? <sighs> they want to know mm-hmm. how old I am, if I'm dating someone, mm-hmm. if I have children, oh. if this is my only job. There's like the okay. Answer those in order. Um, <laughs> well, first one was age. Wait, wait, how? Wait, when did you? How did I become a stripper? How did you become yeah, a stripper? Already, you already got that one. We okay. got that one last episode. Um, my age, twenty-eight years old. Uh, am I dating it. anyone? No. Um, do I have any children? No. And is this my only job? No, it is not. All right, for everybody who wants to ask those questions, they've already been answered and we're it. done with them. But they will be asked a million times more. No, I feel you. Like I'm we sure have the will. same questions. Yeah. Like you know, uh, for us, it's like, how old are you? Uh, how long have you been doing this? What's your escape plan or whatever? <laughs> like, do you do escape anything else? Plan. Yeah. What's your you know exit that, strategy? That's another question they always ask. How long do you plan on stripping for? Oh, that's like that's the most condescending asked. question. Yeah, I'm just like, well, geez, like, well, I, geez, like I enjoy my job. Yeah, so. exactly. I'm just doing this for fun, man. Like, yeah, bro, like on. just like let me be. It's like, do you do anything else? No, like they just pack me up into the closet after this. 
<laughs> I like turn into a pumpkin and <laughs> yeah, they wheel me away. I mean, that's how I feel. I'm, well, I'm just like, well, I do a million things, but does it matter? Like you're asking this question. So you have like a feeling of, you know what your answer is or what you assume to be the answer. Anyway, thoughts on that? <laughs> Word. Word. Um, so how do you like handle boyfriends and husbands? It depends because um, I actually did a show last night. Right? Uh-huh. So I did a show last night. It was a last minute uh, deal. And there were two boyfriends there. So it really just depends on how, you know, I try to read everyone and see what the vibe is. Mm -hmm. And those guys were so cool. Like, they were super cool. They were super into the show. Like, they were laughing, of course. But if if there's men there, I kind of tone it down a little bit. Um, What does tone it down mean? Tone it down means, like, don't be so forceful with the girls. Because sometimes I will, like, grab the girl. Like, okay, stand up. Okay, I'm going to frisk you. Bend over. Assume the position type of deal. So I'll, like, you know, like, make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, like, grab her. Be, you know more dominant yeah um, like do all the flips and um, yeah that type dry of stuff and yeah so I turn it down a little bit yeah. um, I do a little bit more theatrical type of deal make it more humorous than sexy <gasps> I do a similar thing whenever I'm handling women mm-hmm. it's like men I'm gonna be like more like okay like like let's get all sensual and sexy but like if there's women there I'm gonna like throw every single trick out there and just like do like pole flips and shit like that cause like mm. women go crazy for that but like men just like wanna like be around my tits and like see my pussy yeah. like it's, it's yeah. just like the sensual or like making sexy eye contact type thing and then of course if there's men there I'm not gonna yeah, naked. you're not gonna, I'm not gonna oh no you're not gonna get fully naked with men oh okay that no. makes sense but I will like Use a towel, like uh-huh. a, a wrap a towel around my waist, and then I'll like kind of drop my, drop my thong. Oh, so then I like do like a little towel show oh. instead. A little extra strip tease. Yeah, so like that's I'm very not... burlesque. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's not like it's just out there. Yeah. So, are you more likely? So, like, is that whenever you would have like a more like interesting bottom or like okay? So I've seen one of your bottoms, and it was a uh, fringe. It was dick fringe. And I, I love it so much. I was like, wow, I'm oh, never going to... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You're talking about my little tassel. Yeah, your little tassel. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, like, do you have more of, like, those for whenever it's, like, a mixed audience? Or is that, like... No, anytime um, it's just, like, I, a, I, your I like, I like the, the, the tassel, but are you asking if I change my underwear depending on my audience? Yeah. No. No, no. no, no not really. It's, it's just, just the... the the underwear I wear depend on my mood. Okay. Usually it's just uh, like solid black colors, or I have one that's like blue and shiny, but I mainly just stick with the black. Yeah. Keep it simple. I'm yeah. a simple guy. I'm basic. I understand that. <laughs> I'm pretty basic. <laughs> You're like claiming the title. I, yeah, it's okay. I though. am basic. I'm okay with that. It's okay. So like, okay, so you're like gonna be less, you know. Uh, sexual, less grindy, less explicit. Whenever there are, there's like a mixed audience. How- you can read people. People have people are okay with it. Some guys are okay with it. Yeah. So you really have to just take it slow, though. Yeah, I guess it also depends. Like the if they're explicitly are. like significant others or friends. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. So some guys will be like instructing you to like, hey, get my wife, get her good. Like here's twenty bucks. Like telling you. 
to go for it, you know? Yeah. Um, so in those cases, like, you know, they give you the green light. Mm-hmm. If I have the green light, then mm-hmm. yeah, that means go. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. So, that's have cool, they ever had, like, any second thoughts afterwards? Not that they... Well, see, hmm. that one time I did have to get in a fight with someone was he paid me... He paid for my services and then afterwards ended up trying to fight me afterwards. Like, where mm. he, you know... He just ended up. It like got to him. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened. Maybe he and his girlfriend, his his fiance, Mm. got into it or something while I was in the other room changing before I left. And then I don't know what the deal was, but he was he was tripping. Yeah, I mean, it seems like you're not really threatened, like in the sense of like physical violence with women. It's it's definitely just the male partners and men in the room. I'm never threatened by the females. That whole thing about some of them trying to like stick their fingers in you, that's like pretty... Yeah, but I I mean, mean, that would be like a. I would never think that was an actual danger though. That's just Mm -hmm. like a occurrence where some girl just was acting like an idiot, you know, Mm -hmm. rather than me actually in fear for my, you know, um, well-being. But I feel like whenever, like, in clubs be, and stuff that? like that, whenever you're, like, on the stage, it's just, like, there are certain places that, like, men should not touch, and one of them is, like, inside of you or something. Yes. <laughs> like, so, like, Definitely that would not. be, like, assault to me, I guess. So, like, yeah. and I would interpret that as, like, violent. And, like, one of the things that would absolutely, like, make me go home and, like, have a breakdown or something. Really? Yeah, yeah. It just pisses me off. Like, I'll, I'll just leave. Mm. I'll just I'll just leave the show. I'll just mm. be like, yo, this is over. Well, it hasn't happened in forever, but yeah. it when it did happen a couple of times, I was just like, yo, the show's over. It was just yeah. like, like an anger out. moment. Yeah, like it, was, it. it just pissed me off and made mm. me leave. But mm. I was never like in actual fear of, of like danger. Yeah. Of like for my for my well being or my mm. health. Mm. I mean it it's like really interesting because you use like a lot of tools to like kinda navigate a situation that's like obviously tricky like a man going into a situation as a stripper and like getting naked like a lot of people immediately like I mean because we have the established male stripper it's a different thing but like and on its face like it's a situation that people have a lot of feelings about like they would they're like women are afraid of men overall like there's this Mm -hmm. kind of underlying fear of men and unknown men men getting naked is like an even scarier scenario um, but, like, you're able to, like, diffuse all of the, like, kind of, like, negativity that we've kind of cultivated societally, like, through humor and, like, through, like, managing, like, towing these lines. So you have, like, a really interesting skill set of, like, being able to read a room and catering to different people and to mm-hmm. different tastes and, like, you know, the way you play up or play down. So it's really interesting mm-hmm. to, like, understand how you're able to navigate that. Mm-hmm. What is your body hair routine like? Or your grooming routine like? Bo- body hair, just grooming in, in grooming, general? Grooming, body yeah. routine, you your hair, your wax, your tan, your your um, outfit picking. Yeah, I, I am kind of dark, so I do tan. Thank you for pointing that out. I, 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 I'm, I've been tanning a lot lately, so uh, nobody likes like a white ass <laughs> thong. They just don't. Um, not for guys, at least. I know some girls have like you know cute tan lines or whatever mm-hmm. that yeah, they that intentionally do, but um, you know not for guys. Um, but my body hair, I I laser. I started lasering like a year or two ago. Like Your two whole body? Ago. No, just my uh, like my bikini area. If mm-hmm. you would call it like my manzillion, that's why I call manzillion. it a, a manzillion. I like it. 
Yeah, so um, I just get lasered. It, I like how you get, like, it's, I, it has to be manzillion and not Brazilian, which is, like, a whole country. Yeah. Like, it's not particularly gendered, but... I know, but you think of a Brazilian, you think of, like, you know, a girl getting her pussy waxed. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just call it manzillion. Okay, so, um Yeah, so... I like to think of it as, like, a lot of money, like a gazillion dollars. Ooh, I like a that. A manzillion? A, a manzillion dollars. <laughs> um, so... I respond really well to laser. Um, How many treatments have you had? I don't know. A lot. Really? More I, more than 10? More than 10, yeah. Whoa. More than 10. And I, the thing is, I don't stick with it all that much because once I get lasered, I don't need a laser for like, or I don't need a shave or anything for like three months. Oh, that's Aww. nice. But you're supposed to go like every month yeah. consecutively and then yeah. the hair is supposed to stop growing completely. But yeah. I just always am just like, I don't follow through and I don't go to all my appointments. Yeah. So. Are you going to at some point? Do I am going it? to go to my next appointment for sure. <laughs> I guarantee it. I will be there. <laughs> Unless something happens really important the night before uh-huh. and I can't make it to the to the Unless you the next have, morning. You have to like go to a pool party. Something might happen. You never know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as the rest of my body hair, I don't really grow any hair um, on my body. So... Um, do you, uh, you just check out my armpits? You just want to see that real quick? Oh yeah, you have you have like you a little that? bit of hair, There's but it's like, like it's like not, a modest amount of hair. Like it's not mm-hmm. like full. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it's not so, full bush. Like, uh, my chest, like my legs, is like not that hairy. minimal amount of, of hair. My do ass, you, like nothing. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's no. nice. I'm not gonna show wow. you that though. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a thing. I wouldn't mind. Okay. Do you but, like have? Do you like um, thread your eyebrows? They get threaded, yeah. So they get threaded. I like how threaded. it's like not an active They're thing. Threaded. They get they threaded. Get threaded. Um, they um, are threaded. You know. Do you ever every grow so facial often. hair? No. No facial I hair. I can't grow facial hair. Ah. Uh-huh. Well, I guess I that's kind of the curse of not really growing yeah, that much body see? hair. So it has like mm-hmm. a, there's a yin and a yang. There's mm-hmm. like you know the con and the pros. So I don't know if it's worth it though because I really want to grow a beard. Wow. <laughs> can't do it. I feel I like it's it. just it's just like the cultural thing right can now. Can you put it? like like Rogaine? Can you Rogaine? Your I, I, I looked it up already. There's pills, but uh, you don't want to do all that. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't you're gonna grow your like you're gonna grow hair, hair other places. Yeah. yeah. So you don't want to do. And it would just that. ruin all the work that your no, yeah, my genetics are lasering like, has done. Yeah, my genetics are like pretty pretty on point with the with the hair. So I'll yeah. just let them do their thing. I mean, it feels it seems like you're not having any trouble. Mm-hmm. It's no biggie. Yeah. yeah so, would you ever grow a mustache? I can grow a, cre- a creeper mustache. Yeah, I think you can grow a mustache. I, can, a I see like one, a little. Though. I see like a little shadow. A little shadow so. coming right now. So I little, think I feel like you could I grow could, a mustache. But I could, I'm not going to though. I would never. It would like be very Mustaches much like. Mustaches in isolation are just like a really interesting thing <laughs> every single time. I feel like are you a cop? <laughs> if you have a mustache. Um, how often do you get your hair cut? Once a week. Once, Once a, a week. week. Every wow. week. Oh, you got to have, have that like fresh a cut. specific okay. person that you yeah, go to? Yeah, I go to St. Barbara every single time. Well, since I moved to Huntington Beach, because I live uh, in HB now. but mm. So, yeah, I have the same barber. That's sweet. We have a good relationship. Cute. We have a bromance. That's nice. It's cool. Where yeah, do you buy your outfits? My outfits? Yes. I get them from, um, like, my police uniform is from a place that would distribute police uniforms. You don't have to be a police officer to buy the outfit. So wait, it's a legitimate police uniform? Yeah, it's a legitimate police <laughs> is uniform. It, is it like a Reno That's 911 really cool. short shorts? There's no short shorts. There's, there's tear away. They, they make them tear away too there. 
Oh, they make them tear away. They make them tear away. Yeah. What? Is it because they know? Is it because yeah, they know? Yeah, they know. Like, no, they know. They're like, okay, it's going to be real cops and stripper cops. Dude, they're real. They're, it looks legit. I fool um, people all the time. Whenever oh I show up to a party, they always think I'm a real cop. Oh, my God. Oh they, like, quiet gosh. down. They're like, oh, shit. Yeah, I always say I got a noise complaint, like, all that uh, good stuff. Come in and, and, and bust everyone. It's so funny. It's, oh like, one of my favorite parts is, like, role-playing. Uh-huh. And, like, I've made girls cry before. <laughs> Like they oh like, I'm like, I'm oh, sorry, man. You're you're inebriated. Like I have to, I've underage girls or something like that. They've oh. been drinking, so. I'll, like, and what if they them. actually do? I have like legit cuts oh, and everything. Oh god! Oh my god! I have like, yeah, it's a, it's a Wait, fake. Wait, how gun, do but you like de-escalate that? Oh, I just when they're crying oh when they're crying, stuff. you can't really. They're crying, and you're just like, I'm so sorry. I'm, this is a joke. Oh like, I'm so I'm sorry. A I'm a stripper. I'm a stripper. And, <laughs> do yeah. they ever start like laughing? After no, they just keep crying for a little oh bit because they're scared and drunk. <laughs> okay, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it's a lot to process. Yeah, even but cops are just such uh, a big like. So how did there's such a buzzkill? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like if a if a cop showed up and then it turned out to be a stripper, I think I would still be crying too because I feel like. <laughs> Why you play with my emotions like that? Like, I didn't want to see any sort of, like state representation at my party. Yeah, so. Do you dress up as like any other yeah, like? Yeah, do the figure? firefighter. The firefighter, firefighter. is okay, a, a gotcha. legitimate uh, fire. That was expensive, actually. Oh, really? I bet. Yeah, those are so expensive. How much was that? Like five hundred bucks. Oh shit! It was used too, so oh. you buy a brand new one. It's like a grand. Yeah. Anyway, so I got. I guess that. they it's don't like, change their clothes. It's all, like customized and everything like that. That's yeah. Incredible. So, um, other than that, you like you know, just like super cheesy stuff like cowboy. Cowboy, which yeah. I really fall in love with lately. That is really? a really good just one. Like, Cowboy's good. I just, I just love cowboy. I've been rocking the cowboy hat even mm. when I'm not you know yeah, on the clock. I'm not working. I'm just here. like I just go out with a cowboy hat now. Mm-hmm. I'm like totally feeling it. I don't know why. <laughs> and people are feeling it everywhere I go. People are like, nice hat. Yeah, I like the hat. So. Sometimes I'm wearing a cowboy hat. Dude. It's really all thanks to Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X, yes. Yes, thank you, Lil Nas. Shout out to Lil Nas. Lil Nas. Lil Nas. Lil Nas. Lil Nas X. I've never said his name out loud in my life, and I've never heard it. So. You know what? Whenever I first heard about him, I was like, is it Nas? With a I didn't name? even know if it was like, is it Lil Nas the 10th? <laughs> like, the whole- is it Lil Nas the 10th? <laughs> The whole thing with, like, iPhone 10, I thought it was iPhone X, like, for a year or something. I was like, yeah, I have the iPhone X, but it's... It's a, it's a 10. It's a 10, yeah. What the hell? Roman numerals aren't your thing. It's okay. They're not my thing. <laughs> no, I mean, it's confusing. Because sometimes it's an X. Sometimes yeah, it's little it's, na- Nas. Little and Nas. sometimes it's Charlie XCX and not... Charlie, I forget. I don't even remember Is how to he? read that. Well, thank yeah. you for, for Old Town Road. Little little Nas. Little Nas. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so uneducated. Retro retro cowboy is a thing now. So here's a yeah, that's my big old mansion. Um, so has dancing affected your love life? Because you said you in the previous episode you mentioned that you stopped for a previous partner. Yeah, it definitely has affected my lo- my love life in a positive way or in a negative way. Well. Funny that you say that or you ask that question because the majority of the woman I'm involved with or I, I, I become involved with, I meet at my shows. Oh, interesting. Because, you know, I'm not going out anymore because, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm working on 
the, the days that I work are the days that you everyone party, goes out, yeah. like Friday, Saturday, yeah. the weekends. I mean, how many days a week do you work? Um, the dancing, I work at least fr- Friday and Saturday for sure. Okay, yeah. Friday and Saturday, I'm working every and week. And that's on top of, Whoa. you work like a nine to five? Yeah, I work a nine to five Monday through Friday, uh-huh. so. I mean, I guess when there's just like 10 of you in like each area. Yeah. So you're just you're in high demand. Employed. Yeah, so I, I work every Friday and Saturday. And um, I'm not going out anymore. You know, like if I have a night off for some reason, I have a Friday off or something. Yeah. I'm probably just gonna stay at home and just chill. Aww. Like I'm just, gonna, I'm not gonna go out. I'm I tired. Feel that. Like that's I would the really whole like thing a, with dancing. Like mm-hmm. also, we, we're just like clubs now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want to pay to go to a club. Like exactly. When I've already been like you know experienced being paid to go to a club. Exactly. Yeah. Only full of women where there's no other. You know, I'm the yeah. only. I'm the only dude there. You know, like yeah. yeah. It's like what's the point at that point? Thing? Exactly. <laughs> What's the point? That's I mean, I the have whole entire thing is like too. going out to meet to girls, meet women. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, so yeah, it has affected my love life and in a positive and a negative. Uh, way. Uh, I mean, gosh, see, it's it's like a. I guess okay, we could separate the two: sex life versus love life. Yeah. Okay. So sex life, fantastic. 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 Love life makes it very complicated. Mm. Really? Yeah. Like my ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. I met her at a show. And oh. I was not on, you know, my best behavior at the show. Mm-hmm. I was being very naughty. Yes. Yeah. It's so so she, interesting how like completely different. It's different. That whole situation is. I like, mean, it is a different situation. Because yeah. men are just like driven by sex. They're like, mm-hmm. you know, just we are. That's how we are. We're programmed like that. Mm-hmm. We are. And any guy that says they're not, they're lying. I mean, I've met a lot of asexual guys. Yeah, oh, me well, too. Okay, well, I'm talking about heterosexual men. Um, maybe even some gay men, but I think it just, it's going to, there's variation. But that aside, yeah. that aside, mm-hmm. there's some variation, but I would say probably more men are more sexual. Yes. Maybe in an overt way that we recognize societally. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so like she saw you. Being naughty. Being naughty. Your words. I love the word yeah. naughty. It was such a funny <laughs> word. Okay. So she saw you being naughty. What'd you think? And how did she end up dating you after she saw that? You know, I don't. I don't know. Like I she, don't. I don't know. She, I, I mean, she must have thought it was like kind of hot, in a way. She did. She likes the bad boy, I guess. Type she of does. Deal. Yeah. And Definitely then she wants. The does she like want to tame the bad boy? Is that what's going on? Yeah. She like kind of like treated me like a like a do-it-yourself project. Oh. Like, I'm like a, oh, build a boy. Yeah. Exactly. Something like that. Right. <laughs> so like I'm like a. She was trying to save to, a hoe. Yeah. Exactly. She was like trying to. <laughs> she. Has like a really good job, all that good deal, like you know, um, really steady. So it was cool for a little while, um, mm-hmm. and it was working for me at, till till, till it, it didn't. Wasn't till it wasn't working for me. And was it unrelated to the stripping? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Or unrelated, unrelated to like your kind of naughty nature. It was completely unrelated to my naughty nature. Oh. To the reason why we split. Yeah, yeah. It was probably because of her naughty nature, actually. Really? Oh. Yeah. Plot twist. Plot twist. Yeah. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of how it goes. You know, you want to tame somebody, and then you have that same thing. She had the same same tendencies. Same tendencies. Yeah, so. Very interesting. That happened. That happened. Yeah. So she was one who got you to stop dancing for a time. Yeah, yeah, I did it for her. And then now... Your sex life is great because you kind of end up meeting people in this ideal situation where it's like you kind of have like the pick of the room in a sense. So to speak. So to speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But your Depends love on, life. Yeah. Love life. It's hard to find. A... I don't think I could be stripping and 
you know, would you ever a, a, be a, into like poly? No, situ- oh. no. no, are you no. like you're a very possessive partner? Yes, that's very interesting. Yeah, yeah you know, for hmm. someone in my profession, yeah, hmm. yeah, I'm kind of low key uh, conservative. I can see that, yeah, yeah I am. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird, it's kind of like, was what's the term or the uh, term of phrases? I want my cake and eat it too. Or yeah, like you that. want you want to have your cake and eat it yeah. too. Uh, it's unfortunate. I mean, I guess that you know you want you want something, but you want the opposite of your partner or like the opposite thing for your partner. Yeah, it just doesn't I mean, work that way though. But like, okay, yeah, I guess it doesn't really work that way. It like, doesn't. I know it doesn't. No. Well, to like you know, um, have somebody who like I can, but you can't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that doesn't work that way. Yeah. Mm. Do you have any like thoughts of how you'll resolve it? Mm-hmm. Like this issue well, I have to like, like eventually stop stripping before I have a serious relationship. Oh. Mm. But yeah. I mean, will that stop your naughty nature? Because yeah, do you feel like it's kind of an, an intrinsic part of you? Do or? you really have to? Like, maybe you could just be Learn. friends with, or can you? Well, that's not a love life then. Or well, can you? I mean, or can you like unlearn that jealousy or possessiveness? Oh, that's... that will my future self will. I guess Answer you'll that question. Time yeah. won't tell. My, yeah, my, my We'll check in in five yeah. years and see how we'll it's going. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's do that. We'll be like, okay. Oh, I have a question. Yeah. This is unrelated. Okay. Um, Is there like a body type restriction for this particular... For, like how rigid stripping. is it? Yeah. For male strippers. For male strippers? Yeah. I know some guys that are not in shape. Oh, really? They are not in good shape. Do they have like dad bods or? They have dad bods, yeah. Or they, thin? No, thin? not thin. Um, There's actually one guy that's pretty thin like, that I know. Oh, um, like. Um, hmm. He's like tall and slender. Oh, mm-hmm. that type. Yeah, oh, he's slender. Um, but there are some guys that are not in good shape. And that comes, the catfishing comes into mm. play there where the girls didn't order this guy and yeah. I've seen some photos of mm. uh, some strippers and I'm like what the heck like, oh that my god like that must be so hard for them when they get there and people are like criticizing them too but like, some girls are just like you know they're so they're just like oh alright here's the money they don't know what to do yeah you know yeah. they just give him the money and let him do his thing and it's just like a have you ever gotten like really harsh oh criticism yes Yes, I got really harsh criticism for like you know showing up late to parties and mm-hmm. things like that. Where you well, know. I just I just mean like personal oh. like appearance criticism. Oh uh, no, that's nice. That's no. really good. No. I wonder. I feel like it's so interesting. Like I mean, men feel really capable of making criticisms of women all the time. Like especially mm. female strippers. They're like, she's kind of fat. <laughs> Directly <laughs> like, to them. They will they will say that oh, stuff. Oh yeah, I've had some comments about all sorts of parts yeah, of myself. Yeah, definitely. They will <laughs> like, always make comments. If anything, they've always just gotten like praise. Oh. Like girls are always saying like positive things. They're That's very, so nice. Like scrutinizing, I think men will either say like blankly like, "Oh, you're so hot." Mhm. But or they'll or they'll be like, "It I'm you're not my type. Don't talk to me." Or oh, well. or they'll be like, "Oh, um you're like really attractive even though this and this and this yeah. and this and yeah. this and this and this, and this you're this. like you're really hot but you could use lose like 10 pounds yeah and then you'd be <laughs> even hotter like they will blatantly say stuff like that to you yeah no i don't i don't you feel like I, I feel no. like women maybe are like a bit more sensitive to those things like and so body then, issues is the, like so yeah i think every yeah it's like women know how cruel that is so maybe they don't do that to male strippers in this instance yeah i don't i don't ever get anything like that well, that's good no i mean that's so oh, nice also is there like a racial sort of like 
preference? Well, yeah, that again goes into the catfishing thing where girls order, you know, the six a six four guy named Diesel. It's mm. black dudes, like dark black, and then really? I show up, and it's a black girl party. There's a bunch of black chicks, and I show oh. up. But, you know, oh, interesting. Uh, That's so interesting. Yeah, you gotta make it work, though. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's like this one uh, black male stripper who used to um well he like comes to this my club all the time and like sometimes we'll like talk about his stories and all oh is that the one that i met and then i met this um black male stripper but he was like but i go by like male entertainer yeah maybe him and he wears a white shirt all the time and he's i don't i think he's like he's european when i first met him Hmm? oh maybe not I don't know. He's European and stuff. And so he like traveled the world. Like he was like, yeah, you know who goes the craziest like women in Tokyo? Like because they've never seen a black man before. Nice. It's just like, I mean, it's such an interesting experience. Like what people, what women expect and what they order and stuff with men. I wish I could travel more stripping. Have you traveled? Yeah, I've gotten flown out to Tahiti. Whoa! Uh, with Male Review, which was which was kind of cool, but I mean, it sounds super cool, but when you actually get to Tahiti, it's kind of like third third world country ish. Like, <laughs> you show up and there's like people riding scooters with like three children on it, yeah, and like that type of deal. That sounds about right. And sex is like uh, super taboo there. Oh. There are like there are no strip clubs or anything like that. There are no sex shops. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that there. So. We were staying like at a resort where we were also performing at, and it was just like a bunch of honeymoon couples on the resort. There was like no other woman there except for, you know, people that they're on their honeymoon. So Ugh. that was not the greatest. I mean, it was cool, like a little vacation, a little paid vacation. Other than that, I've like toured to uh, just like the adjacent states, mm-hmm. like Arizona, Nevada, yeah. things like that. We went to Alaska, oh. which I mean, it's Alaska. Yeah. It's not uh-huh. that great. It's not that you're like trapped in a car I've with seven dudes in a van, like desire. driving all over the place for two oh, weeks. Man. It's not that much fun. Do they have like a heavy oh, accent out in Alaska? Um, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't oh, experience just like girls with heavy average. accents. Oh, no, interesting. What sort of heavy accent would you yeah, expect? We're, we're, I don't know. Yeah. I, guess, I guess I kind of, ex- I don't know why I expected an Alaska, this. An old-fashioned an Alaska, Alaska, old fashioned yeah. Alaska accent. That Nothing Alaska I've ever heard accent. about. Um, you can always tell when they come from Alaska. <laughs> Are you out about being a stripper? Yes. In your, like, nine to five people know? Yes. And your mom knows? Yes. My parents were the first people I told. Oh, that's oh, so wow. sweet. My mother was not approving. No. She's not approving of it. I, I, How do you feel I think about she's that? low key, like, she's like a little prideful of, you know, me being an entertainer mm-hmm. because that's who she raised it's me to be. It's in her blood, yeah. That's who she raised me to be. She, yeah. you know, I, I honestly credit her totally for my attitude and, you know, even me being conservative and things like that um, <laughs> and whatever. Um, but, yeah, she definitely had, like, a huge impact on, on my d- total demeanor, like, you know, my who I am today mm-hmm. and my personality. So, uh, like, my sisters have told me that she's made comments, like, when I'm not there. It's like, oh, yeah, my son's a stripper, like, brings it up when she's drunk or something like that, like, is a conversation piece. So, mm-hmm. whatever. So she she wants to be mad at me, and then she, like, brings it up as, like, uh, oh, yeah, my son's a stripper type of deal. I mean, I don't know. She's... She's all. She's got some mixed feelings. It yes, sounds like, yes, yeah. yes, she does. like some pride and some shame. And yes, yes. A little bit of everything. Yeah, she 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 got pretty mad at me. She's all like, um, she's like, oh my god, my son's a prostitute. I was like, mom, chill, dude. Like, <laughs> she's. 
I mean, how do you feel about extras? Because, like you said, like you have. I mean, it's happened before. And do you like expect to be paid more for that? Yes. And do people pay you more? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you like set it out ahead of time? Yes. You're oh, like okay. okay, like. Yes. I'll put on this kind of show for this amount of money. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's great that you negotiate up front. Mm-hmm. And, like, do you feel like there's any stigma about it in the male stripper community? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, there is. Because I know guys that, that they don't, they're not open about it. They don't want to talk about it. Yeah. They don't want to. It's, I don't know. They just don't want to talk about it. Even I, when I came on the show, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to talk about this. Uh-huh. I even uh, consulted with one of my friends. I'm like, do I tell the whole truth like I, yeah. do I just I'm like yeah. dude I'm gonna come on the show of course I'm gonna tell the whole truth <laughs> oh, I got so to good. I, I have appreciate to that. so um, there is a stigma some guys don't want to talk about it of course you know you, you just some people aren't open about it mm-hmm. right not everyone's open about it yeah and especially um, guys that provide extras for you know for men for, 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 for men yeah, yeah. For, for men and I know a guy that he says he doesn't, mm-hmm. but I he does. You know he I does. Know, I know he does. Mm-hmm. People have told me he does. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like clientele have. Because have, I sell videos on, online to mm-hmm. men. I will sell videos. Okay. I don't have like an OnlyFans Is or anything like that. Is it like solo show stuff? Solo stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a solo stuff. I just sell it directly to them. Yeah. And um, those guys have communicated to me that my friend... He's my friend. Yeah. Has 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 done that. Multiple people have. Okay. So I can totally see that. And he's like bawling out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes. No, that's really interesting. But he's, he's not open about it. So though. like there's more stigma like with hetero guys about like guys who identify more like that, mm-hmm. who are willing to do like gay for pay mm-hmm. stuff. G for P. G for P. G for P. Yeah. I mean, it just, is it, I mean, is it just kind of like like mild homophobia kind of vibes or is it I think I think it's definitely homophobia vibes mm-hmm. yeah definitely mm-hmm. I mean especially if you identify as a heterosexual and then yeah you're, you're G for P yeah yeah I mean you know <laughs> I mean if you're bisexual you're, you don't want to come out about it then yeah I mean that's definitely it's you know it's his business to exactly. come out however he wants to exactly I mean, so I don't know if he is bisexual or he just is only G for P. Yeah. I'm not too sure. Yeah, that's really interesting. I'm not interesting. too sure exactly, so. I wonder, I mean, I feel like I've heard from some male sex workers that, like, their sexual orientation has, like, kind of become a little bit more open mm. as they've been in the field, just kind of like, oh, like, this person is going to pay me a lot, and, like, it starts off like, oh, like, I'll accept this money, and then, like, maybe you're like, oh, like, this maybe is I a whole like world. This. this is a whole world I've never really considered. Are these guys, are they strippers, or are they... Cameras. Oh, they're cameras. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. My buddy tried to get me into into doing something like that. Or he, like, yeah, he was doing it. And he's like, oh, that's a great idea. And like, mm-hmm. that's why I started selling the videos. But mm-hmm. I just feel like, I don't know, I, I feel like I make more money just selling directly. Yeah, I yeah. think so, too. And it's also, like, you have a bit more control over your content. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you don't have to, like, pay the third-party, like, host True. site and all that, mm-hmm. which is so annoying. It's, they take so much off the top. Um. Do you ever visit female strip clubs? No. 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 I've only gone to a female strip club when I was 18 years old. Wow. Mm. What did you think? I was 18. Yeah. I was, I was a kid. 
Mm-hmm. So it was like I was a kid. It was just like I didn't, you know, get a lot of attention. I didn't, you know, have a lot of money to spend. Well, yeah, yeah. of course. So of course, then, <laughs> they probably like looked at you and like, were like this little kid, this like, child. Yeah, exactly. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I just don't feel like I need to, like, you know, yeah, do that to have fun. Or I, I enjoy, you know woman's presence without having to pay for it i mean but it, yeah exactly well it's like you don't need that and you can also kind of initiate women like, getting naked i think you were kind of saying you're like saying that the main like the bulk of your clientele are like dweebs or old guys something um, like that right mm, well mm, well it's i mean it depends that's like so it's like a third it's not like guys that i feel threatened by physically oh yeah. okay 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 is what gotcha, i'm saying gotcha, gotcha. yeah it's like okay so um, well, these have money, of course, they're gonna go to the strip club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like the guys who spend a lot tend to be like engineers, yeah, there's ballers or lawyers money. or whatever, you know, ballers. If hey, if I was a baller, I'd probably be at the strip club, mm-hmm. but I'm not a baller, so I'm not at the strip club. Do you feel like most of your clients are kind of attractive? The mo- most of them, yeah, uh, you, you know, what? give us a percentage of hot, I'd say probably like. A quarter of them are hot. Okay, that's like that's a really like, no, high it's not percentage. Bad. No, it's not that's bad. a really yeah. high percentage. No, it's not. It's not bad at all. Mm-hmm. It's not bad at all. And because um, you get, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty girls at a party, I mean, there's bound to be one hot. Yeah, hot there's there. gonna be like somebody a hot that you mom or like you know somebody's hot daughter. Yeah, or somebody's yeah. hot Thea. Thea's. Like, somebody, somebody's gonna be hot. <laughs> the Thea's be out there yeah, yeah. I love it. The aunties are can be pretty naughty. Do you ever get, like, sports injuries from your work? I injured my back um, one time when I did that move. Yeah. The, like, the chair... The, the chair flip? Ha- the chair flip, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hurt my back one time. Not, like, landing on the floor or anything, but just, like, when I flipped, I don't know what... I just hurt my back, so... Yeah. It put me out for a little bit, but, um, yeah, I've, 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 you know, got hurt at, at work or busted my knees not wearing knee pads. I used to, like, do this slide on the floor. I used to, like, oh. always want to slide on the floor for some reason. I thought it was so cool uh, to, like, to enter and, like, slide on the floor if there's tile. And yeah. That's yeah, not worth it. So. It's not. It's so not. not worth it. So I just, especially tile and knees. I, like, don't play, go hand I play it as safe as possible. I mean, considering all the flips and all that shit, I mean, mm-hmm. I still try to play yeah. it safe. Do you get, like, massages or whatever to take care of your body? Yeah, I mean, I do a lot of self massage, self massage mm-hmm. mainly. Theracane. Um, what, what's that? Theracane. What's that? Have you heard that? of that? Okay, so like it's like this cane shaped like massaging tool that has like little like knobs. ball knobs and stuff and like little like parts that come out and oh. you use it to like kind of dig into your knots. So oh. you like hook the the the. There's like a ball on a the end. Theracane. Of the cane. Yeah, the cane hook. It's and, really yeah. really useful. It's so really. good for getting the knots out. Yeah, I just use a uh, a lacrosse ball. It's like yeah. a really stiff rubber ball. That makes sense. And yeah. I just like you roll get around. on the floor. Yeah, I skin on the floor and just put all my body weight on there. So mm. that's wow. smart. That kind know. of that takes works. Huh? Yeah, that, that of, does like, it. Effort. That's cool though. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that gets the job done. Yeah. Um, okay, guys, we need to take a quick commercial break. Hello, guys. This is Wolfie's Vegan Diet Channel. I'm raising a wolf cub to be a vegan, and so can you. Hungry like a wolf? What about when you have to feed an actual wolf that is hungry like a wolf? Sure, it was hard at first. Wolfie wouldn't eat the roasted turmeric and garlic carrots I made for her as a part of a healthy wolf diet, but it takes time to adjust to a new diet. After a rebellious week of hunger striking, she finally gave in and started eating the carrots. Sure, 
It was hard for her to chew after not eating for days on end, but we all have to make sacrifices to live a conscious lifestyle. I've never raised a wolf before, but I know carrots are full of vitamin A and garlic is good for hearts, and who doesn't like turmeric? Well, after the carrots, I introduced potatoes, tempeh, and some TVP. That's textured vegan protein for you non-vegans out there. For a vegan omelette. And while Wolfie wasn't thrilled about it, and again showed off her rebellious side with another hunger strike, well, eventually she came around to it. Or at least she tried to. That one didn't hold so well in her fragile little stomach. Sure, she's lost some weight, but I like to think that fasting and weight loss are part of a healthy lifestyle. Subscribe to my channel for weekly updates on Wolfie's vegan diet. Thanks for tuning in, and remember, some are raised by wolves, others are wolves raised by vegans. That one was dark. It was pretty dark. Dude, it was. I felt bad for Wolfie. <laughs> I think uh, that came from, like, I think there was, like, a lady who actually tried to raise a fox on vegan diets, and the fox got very sick and skinny. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you can't do that to carnivores. Are those paid, are those paid advertisements? No. These are our fake advertisements. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're all fake ads. So. Wait a second. Hold on a second. So where did you get that from? I wrote it. You wrote that? Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Went to a dark place. Clover, do you have an ad? Well, I had like prepared Clover's corner, but you asked like a lot of my questions. So. Oh shoot. Okay. Well, I have one thing that I need to also talk about, which is the Pornhub Awards. Yes. It was really cool um, in some ways. So I was thrilled to be there, and I love like hanging out with like sex workers and porn stars and like models and stuff like that. Um, and they, it like there was like a really good energy, although it was like pretty. I don't know. I want to say ratchet, but I feel like that's not the right word. Hmm. It was just like it, it was really great to see everybody and uh I like the design for it, but there were just like some really funny things like the way that nobody could read the teleprompter. It seemed like nobody was prepared to read. <laughs> <laughs> and there was just like a lot of kind of stumbling around and at one moment or at one moment uh the winner for like the award for best bbw like the woman had to climb over seats to get to the stage <laughs> to receive her award oh. um highlights included oh let me like pull up her name um but there was one person that like uh she she like got up and decided she was gonna like deep throat the statue or the award statue. No. <laughs> and she she did it. She did a pretty good job of Wait, it. She was really funny. What is the award statue? Yeah. Okay, so the award statue was like made to look like um like sex hormone stuff. So like some was like testosterone, other was, or others were like um adrenaline and some other stuff like that. Mm. So they were like molecular structures ish. Wow. Like that. Yeah, They're I know. Really. Yeah. Okay. It was really sciencey for some reason. <laughs> it was like also very awkward looking awards. They looked like 
just like special butt plugs. And I feel like I feel like everybody in the show is like probably gonna try and stick it in their ass at some point. Oh my god! <laughs> that was like the vibe that I got, and um, it was just great to like ha- be around so many people who were really proud of like sucking dicks and taking things in their asses. And there was another really sweet moment where like the gay performer of the year, like he was just so choked up in the Aww. moment, like he like he like was like I've like been performing for. 10 years. Oh my god. And this is my first award. Oh my god. And I want to thank my partner. I love you so much, baby. Oh. And he, he just like had to stop sometimes. To, that's so freaking cute. He like just was just crying. And it, I was like, that's so sweet. And meanwhile, there was like another person that was like, okay, well, I don't know what to say. Bye. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was It was like a wide range of people. I like that. Uh, Did you network? Did... No, I didn't really. Mm. We're not going to talk about that. So what was so ratchet or not ratchet? What was so? It was just like the, the right way that it? it was the way that it, it was just like there were a lot of times where nobody knew what was going on exactly. <laughs> it wasn't very well put together. Yeah, it's like so um, it was hosted by Asa Akira and they had like an area upstairs like in the balcony where she and like some other like producers and other porn stars would do interviews but it was like away from the stage so nobody in the audience could see it because <laughs> it was like meant to be televised and all so mm-hmm. it was like broadcasted on YouTube or something and which is probably why they had a no nudity policy. Mm. But, um, yeah, so it was just, like, they would be saying something. People would be, like, moving around trying to get drinks. They closed the drinks really fucking early, Mm. like, 30 minutes, like, more than 30 minutes before, like, it was, like, 9 o'clock whenever they shut down the drinks. And so, like, a lot of people who, including me, who had a free drink ticket were not able to get our drinks, and I was really upset about that. Um, like the main issue overall for me was that like none of the important things were addressed. Like nobody said anything about SESTA and FOSTA. Like nobody talked about like real issues around how sex workers are murdered and stuff. Nobody talked about like the change in status for like porn stars so that they're entitled to like more money and also to, well, to like, um, hourly stuff and also like benefits and things like that. There was just like... A lot of things that were not talked about. And also, I want to say that there were only maybe like three or four black people that were nominated at all as porn stars in like a whole like award show that was like, I want to say there were like 12 awards maybe. And like considering like that percentage was so low and only one person who like a black person won and only one, well... I, f- I think there were, like, more, like, non-native English speakers who also did win, but it was, like, just... There was a real, like, disparity in, like, mm. representation. And also just, like, the high femme, like, trans people who were able to be nominated. Like, there was definitely, like, a certain kind of trans look that was acceptable. And similarly, mm. like, with the lesbian category, like, only certain lesbians and yeah. only certain gay people... Although the um, best male actor was super cute, like this itty bitty, super petite um, Latino guy, um, he won, and it was like really cool. Oh, I cool. think I know that star. Probably. Nino. 
It was like I like Chico Nino or something. Something I know by last name more than he like works name. with Brazzers. Yeah, yeah. I know who he is. He's in like everything. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know who yeah. he is. Yeah. <laughs> he was really sweet. He was like he was like, I feel like I'm in a dream and I never wanna wake up. <laughs> I was like, that's so cool. I'm really happy that you're that happy. <laughs> yeah, wow. I mean, it was it was like sweet and I was like so excited to see like just some porn stars that I've looked up to for so long just been like wow I'm in the same room as this person oh my oh god, my god. <laughs> that's so cool yeah so it was like heartwarming but you know they could have done more but it was also really cool did you cool. see any celebs in the audience too that were like civvies or something because I feel like Claremont I saw one of the Claremont twins not oh, Sinead Claremont twins yeah I danced for them one time oh my god really yeah I danced for them they were on uh, Bad Girls Club oh <gasps> and um Myself as well as my buddy, the one I told I told you I keep talking about him. Yeah, the one that got me into stripping. Yeah, he um, hit me up for a show and says it's going to be a reality TV show, uh-huh. and we thought it was like something on the internet, like uh-huh. no big deal. We show up and it was Bad Girls Club. Oh my god! Oh my and god. Uh, this was before like you know they became the, super famous. Yeah, they're my twins. And it was before they got all the surgery, so they exactly. look completely different. Yeah, and they were darker too. Yeah, a lot darker. Ooh, a lot darker. And yeah. um, it's on YouTube. I'll, I'll send you the links. So yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Please. Yeah. And so, have you danced for any other celebrities? Um, no, nobody worth mentioning. No, like just some people that are like, oh, she used to be uh, a news broadcaster. Like, oh yeah, like local like news, like some, anger something like and all that. that. Yeah. yeah. Nobody. Yeah, nobody else worth mentioning. Oh, well, that's no. so cool, yeah, though. that's yeah. crazy. So I saw the Claremont twin who is not in prison right now, and she was really cute. Um, and, you know, people like Abella Danger, she was, like, presenting. Also, Akira, who I'm in love with, and, um, you know, I'll always be open to her. Did you say Akira? <laughs> Asa Akira. Oh, is that you say Asa? I don't know how to say her name. I don't know. Uh, petite I, little Asian girl. I know who she yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. She's really... she's. She's so much prettier in person, honestly. I feel like all of them are prettier in person. So, anyway, we're wrapping up this episode of How in the Know. Where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at the underscore Cancino, which is spelled C-A-N-S-I-N-O. Nice. Mm -hmm. You have, like, a very resonant voice. Yeah, I'm sure, like, that our... um, people who like men in our audience will love hearing your voice hello <laughs> like deep deep notes <laughs> um what about you clover where can we find you up your butt and around the corner <laughs> oh feisty <laughs> yeah listen to some other episodes maybe you'll find out <laughs> just yeah okay why right. not why not all I right like it. cool apologies wild to card nas x for the miss pronunciation if you ever listen I'm if you ever listen sorry. we love you <laughs> i'm a fan kind of we're super fans um you can find me on instagram at pretty boy girl you can support this project by donating to the patreon at the real pretty boy girl um all of your money goes to affording these uh studio sessions which are not cheap and uh we would definitely love your help so thank you for listening to this episode of How in the Know. Uh, giddy up, boys. Actually, I'm not a fan because I don't like rich people. So anyway. Well, <laughs> not a true Sonic fan. <laughs> yeah. Bye, Lil Nas. That's it. That was it. That's it. When you got your money, it was the gig was up. Bye. Bye. More money. I want your money. I want more money. 